Welcome to my five-day experience, unarchive the version of you that you are created to be. This series, this five-day series is so incredibly special to me because it is the first time that I have truly unpacked from start to finish what has happened to me over the last two and a half years since going full-time entrepreneur. I have always been in the online space for the last six years. I weaved in and out of it. I was never fully 100% in or came in and out of being 100% in at different times. But one thing that I can say has evolved over and over again every single year, and it's that I have to press in to fear. Every single component of launching your journey to be an excellent salesperson starts within. And it starts with stepping into that fear. And it sounds cliche because everyone says, overcome your fear, step into your fear. But this truly is an art. And as an entrepreneur, as you evolve, as you develop in your craft, you are going to be required to overcome that internal fear in many different ways over and over again. It's not something that you face one time and then you're done. It's a continuous journey of self. So let's be honest with the fact that fear is a powerful emotion. And there is a difference between fear that is cautioning you, that's a healthy caution that's telling you don't do something, versus a fear that's just a nervousness from not knowing, right? And this is the majority of the time what fear is. It's the fear of the unknown. It's not knowing how something is going to turn out. And those are the fears that we need to step into. Those are the fears that are calling us to our next level of who we are meant to be. The second thing in terms of fear being a powerful emotion is that it's normal. Okay. It is completely normal. It's not wrong or bad. I would always tell my students this when I taught theater. When you step onto the stage, you're going to be scared. But the more and more that you do it, the more and more that you step onto the stage, the less stage fright you're going to have. And then every time you step onto that stage, you're eventually just going to have this healthy level of adrenaline. It's no longer going to be a debilitating fear. A lot of the times, a handful of my students, at least 30 of them, would have the kind of stage fright, like where they would freeze, right? And I used to have that stage kind of stage fright as well back in high school. But eventually, by doing the action of getting on stage over and over again and performing over and over again, that fear gradually fades into the background. Eventually, we no longer freeze. The same is true of our, our, our who we are as a business owner. And really, who we are as a business owner and who we are in our personal life is one and the same. And it's when we try to separate these two things that we don't end up going to that next level. And part of that is accepting the fear that is hiding underneath the surface. So today's training is how I put my fear center stage, quit underpricing and ditch the people won't pay me blank mentality. So whether that be one, $1,000, $10,000, $50,000, $100,000, right? It's whatever you want to price at next, but that your fear is telling you, mm, you can't price at that. Nobody's doing that. Okay. So the very first concept we're going to unpack in regards to fear 
is where does this people won't pay me blank source come from? Okay. One of the primary reasons that people limit their success is not dreaming big enough. And this mentality is part of what is stifling that for you. Okay. It's what's stopping you from evolving to the next level of who you are in your business. Okay. So we have to learn how to set this aside. And part of this, part of the way you do this is you tell yourself, I'm going to wait for the people that are willing to pay me this. Sometimes that's four weeks. Sometimes that's six weeks. Sometimes that's three months. It depends on who you already have in your audience. And by audience, I mean in your social media following or on your email list. So you have to be consistent and you have to stick to that price even when no one buys at that. Every time that I've raised my prices, it's been like around four weeks before someone buys it at that new price. So it's very normal. So you are going to keep taking action even when no one else is taking action. And this is part of how you overcome that mentality. And the reason that you're able to overcome that mentality, okay, is because you have made a decision. Hi, so glad you're here. You have made a decision. So you have made a decision, right? To, hi, you have made a decision to show up even when no one else is showing up to buy at your new price point. So what ends up happening is you do things for yourself. So now your source of validation is coming from within rather than people won't pay me blank. So you stick to your strategy and you price how you want to so that your energy can match your pricing. So to ditch the people won't pay me mentality, let's review. We start by, it's okay, no worries. I'm glad you're here. So we start by acknowledging the fear. So we we admit, you know what? It's scary to raise my prices. It's scary to think about charging this, okay? And we don't discredit that. We acknowledge it. We bring it into the space. And then we say, I am scared and I will take action anyways. So it is through this consistency that we create an internal energy shift for ourselves, because this mentality is hinging when we say people won't pay me X, Y, Z. That mentality is hinging on a dependence on other people's approval versus our own internal source of validation. Two very different things. And a lot of the times we don't even realize that when we say, well, people aren't going to pay me for X, Y, Z, we're looking for that validation. That's what's not going to create a sustainable business. What's going to create a sustainable business is showing up, creating offers, and charging price points that feel aligned to who we are and what we want. Oftentimes, the reason we end up flopping, right, when we do these price increases, we don't stick with it, we go back to our lower mid-ticket prices, is because we have tried a strategy before to do that, right? To charge higher ticket or launch something, but we didn't stick with it. So the second that someone doesn't buy, we throw our hands up. Instead of continuing to show up, continuing to sell, even when no one buys. So 
let me give you two very tangible examples of this, okay? The first story, the very first time I mentioned that I had, I've been in the online space for six years, okay? So the very first time that I came into the online space and I decided to launch a membership, okay? I, it took me three months to gain momentum to sell this $50 membership, okay? But I believed $50 a month. I believed in this membership so much. So you know what eventually happened? I had one member pay me. Then I had two members pay me. Then 20, then 30. So the same is true for our high ticket offers. We have to stay consistent. If we really believe in something, we have to keep selling it even when no one is buying it. Okay, second story. When I launched Heart for Children and Coach Cena in 2022, so for context, I quit my job in December of 2021. We kept my daughter in daycare, went over $3,000 in debt to keep her in daycare January to March while I planned my funnel. Okay, I launched this funnel. By March, I had my first client. At that time, though, I was still charging hourly. Okay, by April, I decided to raise my one-to-one -one package consulting and coaching prices to $3,000 for the first time. So I had a six-figure year in 2022, but what's funny is the majority of that income came in the second half of the year once I had gained that momentum and selling at a higher ticket price. So I kept showing up. By June, I had three one-to-one -one coaching clients that had paid my new price. Okay, I sold it every single day, every single week via email, via social media. Okay, like people had already bought it. So that is the way that we overcome the people won't pay me mentality. It's actually not about us, right? It's it's not about whether or not someone else is responsible for validating me with this price point. It's about me, what I want, and what feels aligned to who I am and the value that I provide. So then we get back to this concept of our self-worth, right? We have been told, whether you're in education or whatever industry you're in, we've been told that our income is capped at this. You can't go beyond this until you've been doing X for X many number of years. So when we ditch all those constructs, all those constructs created by the system, we actually go, oh, that doesn't have to be true in my business. I can do whatever the heck I want. And see, when you do what you want, people can feel that energy. When you're reluctant or you're kind of like, oh, like this, you know, $500 thing, this $1,000 thing, it's meh, right? If that's how you feel about it, then that's the energy that's going to be projected about it. The same is true when you're selling things and including things in your offers that you, that you really don't want to be selling, that are no longer aligned to you. That's why price increases are so important because as you're, as you're, as you yourself evolve, your prices have to come, come with you. They have to move with you. So what ends up happening is we reverse this. It's no longer about people won't pay me X, Y, Z. It's like, I believe in this. I'm going to sell it no matter what. I believe that people are going to come who want this. So glad you agree. So you know, it's sales is a fascinating concept. At the end of the day, though, we put too much pressure on other people to validate us, right? It's not about them. They are their own person. We are our own person. And as long as we feel convicted and passionate about what we're selling, that's all that matters at the end of the day.
So let's go into the second way that you can overcome this people won't pay me X mentality. So we just covered, okay, where does the source come from? Now we're going to go into the second piece, okay, to overcome this. This is how confidence is actually developed over time, okay? And I already dove into this a little bit, but it's when you no longer require validation from the money you're making. So we just talked about how we don't need validation from others, right? Now we're going to talk about how you don't require validation for money you're making or sales you're selling. Confidence is solidified when you show up for yourself and no one else, so a lot of the times, and this, this requires a high level of emotional intelligence. I'm going to cover this on a different training later this week. But when we want to make more money, that desire can coexist with our business mission to change lives. However, you're looking to change lives. It also does not mean that money is motivate, motivating you or that money has taken over who you are. It's just simply not true. You can have that goal, okay, without it all consuming you. You can accept where you are and also want something more for yourself, for your family. Those things are can coexist. A lot of people take the whole, oh, I want to make more money. That's selfish. No, it's not. Because the reality is if you're making more money, that means you're helping more people. If you're charging more, that means you're able to give more energy than you were before to more of a select number of people, okay? Because as humans, we have capacity. There's only so much we can take on. So if you're charging $75 an hour, right, and you're doing 10 calls a week, that is not sustainable. So you have to look at both the sustainability and the pricing side of the coin and realize that when you do that, you're actually able to show up for your clients in a much more powerful way. Because you're delivering more. When you raise those prices, you are delivering more. When you're asking for more money, there are different things that you're giving and providing that you were not providing before. So in this consistency of showing up, okay, even when no one is watching your Instagram live, even, even when only five people are opening your emails, even when you have only 20 followers, you are validating over and over again that I show up for me right? And if other people want to be a part of this, awesome. But I'm showing up because I care about this. So again, that takes that takes out people aren't going to pay me XYZ from the equation. Because eventually you're showing yourself, I'm, I'm showing up no matter what. It doesn't matter who's going to buy, who's going to see me, who's going to not. So then you realize, oh, I actually don't need that. I actually don't need to worry about that. And you start trusting that the right aligned dream clients are going to come to you. So when we learn to be confident in our abilities, even when no one is buying, that resonates with our potential clients because they can feel that energy, right? And they don't even know that nobody's buying, but they can feel your energy from across the screen, right? From across the email, they can feel those things and that establishes credibility. And this is why it's so important for you to not have yourself spread thin across a bajillion offers in your funnel, right? For you to not be prioritizing selling your $75 a month membership if what you actually want to be doing is selling a $10,000 package. People are going to feel that because if you don't want something and you're not aligned with it, that energy, right, is it's going to present that way. 
So this is where it begins. This is where the confidence starts to build. When you've sold nothing, when you haven't sold at that new price point and you keep showing up, you don't need to be validated by the sale. You are enough. So I want you to take a minute to think about what is the offer that you want to sell, but that no one has bought yet, okay? Are you ready to sell it every day until someone buys it? Are you that committed, okay? This is not what you should sell, right? This is not, oh, I have to sell a VIP day. I have to do a mastermind. Um, I have to do one-on-one -on -one coaching. No, this is you thinking way bigger than that and asking yourself, what is it that I, what is it that I want to sell? So it's, it's very important. Ooh, awesome. I'd love to hear about your two offers. So this is not what you want others to sell, what, what you think you should be selling. Because again, if you're selling what you think you should be selling, that's also the energy that you're going to show up with. It's not going to be authentic. So when we see people trying, for example, on Instagram to copy and paste posts, right? Like they've clearly taken a prompt from somewhere else. People read that and go, oh, that sounds like something I've seen before. So it doesn't feel different. That's why we can't create offers that sound like everybody else's because we think that's what we should be doing. And a lot of times this happens within our circles because no one, quote unquote, is charging that. Well, it's just not your circle that's charging that. And that's the big difference. So then, so that is is really, really critical for you for you to grasp that at the end of the day, all that matters is that you feel um, aligned to that. So I will definitely, I'd love to talk through your the offers that you have at the end of this to give you some feedback so that we can figure out which one um, is best for you. So the very, the third and final way that you put your fear center stage and you ditch this mentality of people won't, won't pay me that right is you need to stop denying yourself. Okay. Acknowledging your desires. So you need to acknowledge your desires. What do you want in your business? What do you want in your life? What do you want in your financial future? And by the way, wealth is so much more than financial, right? It's spiritual, it's mental, it's emotional, so we have to recognize that our, our business is representing multiple kinds of wealth for us. Okay, when we don't acknowledge our desires, right, within ourselves, that is, again, withholding energy. So we're not presenting with an authentic energy, and that is keeping your cash from flowing. So instead, we've got to ask ourselves, what do we really want? What are you denying yourself of? What are, what are you denying others of, right? Because here's the crazy part. When we deny ourselves of our desires, we are also denying our ideal clients of the desires that they have, because we don't know how what we say or what we do could spark something in them that makes them go, oh, this is what I've been looking for. But if we're holding back on speaking our truth, then we're going to miss those people. So we oftentimes also don't see that side of the puzzle of when we're not selling something we're totally obsessed with and we're not charging what we want to be charging, we're missing out on reaching those people that want us and that need us. 
they are literally waiting for this offer that you've been holding back on simply because you are denying your desires. Okay, let's take a look here. So you have the life skills mentorship for kids. You already have several clients. That's awesome. That's affirming when you have clients in a program that is showcasing, okay, there's a need for this. You've also been wanting to coach parents on reframing from authoritative approach of parenting to a partnership parenting approach that allows our kids to have more autonomy, decision-making and problem-solving skills. Love it. So here's what I would say is, are you, you know, is this first offer, are you feeling, are you feeling fulfilled or is it time to transition that offer into something else, right? If you're happy with it, you're loving it, then I would encourage you to, you know, in the next few months, implement a price increase and add some value to that. Okay. Or if you're wanting to not be as involved in that offer, you could also do something like record the video trainings. You could offer less one-to-one support. There's lots of different things you can also do to scale back if you want to press in more on the number two, right, and provide more one-to-one support to parents. So number two would require you to build an entirely different funnel, right? So it's essentially, it could be a high-ticket coaching package for parents, I think I've experienced this myself as a mother. There are new things that I've become passionate about. New, like my offers look very different because of the time that I'm able to give. So I allowed myself to evolve as a mother, right? With the time, like not wanting to give as much time. Um, And I'll be doing that again later this year. So if you're wanting to devote more time to building out number two, then scaling back the support you're giving in that number one could be really, really powerful. Okay, with the parents, you also don't have to do, you know, one-to-one support. You could do a group call. You could do something like that. Um, Yes. Okay, the idea stage. Love it. So biggest thing with an idea stage is you want to make sure that you plan out that funnel start to finish, right? So that you, you make sure everything is aligned and you're not giving away too much value in the steps prior to that high ticket offer. So, um. Yeah, those would be my reflections for you is to think through how much time are you wanting to give and are you feeling a shift out of offer number one to give more to number two? Um, Because I think as moms, especially time is of the essence. We don't want to be like, I know my goal is to be present with my daughter when she's not in, you know, her little day school two days a week. So I'm always looking for pockets of time. And then also, how do I scale back my time even more while giving away the same amount of value? So diving back in, right, to talking about what we want, what are our desires? So insecurities, right? And I would say people won't pay me X, Y, Z, right? That's that's an example of an insecurity. They can hinder our progress. They can also be paralyzing. So whether it's doubting our competence as business owners or feeling inadequate, such thoughts prevent us from fully experiencing the ups and downs of our entrepreneurial journey. So to counter these, okay, we've got to confront them head on. We talked about acknowledging them, but we also need to remind ourselves when those lies come in of the truths about our client work, right? People have already paid me X, Y, Z. People have this to say about me, Um right? There are certain things that you provide in your business that are actually priceless, that believe it or not, people would pay $20,000 
if it meant they were able to achieve some kind of progress in an area of their life that they have felt a deficit in. Okay, so really think, think hard about what you've been denying yourself of, okay? And what, what are you going to do to take action and change that? When these negative thoughts come to mind, write down a counter truth, right? So for example, the one I just gave, people won't pay me this, write down, well, people have already paid me this, right? So if those fears, if these fears that you had around, around pricing didn't exist, what would you be doing? What would you be doing differently? If, right, like, so you need to act according to those things. The things that you would be doing differently or that you would be doing right now if these fears didn't exist, if the people won't pay me X didn't exist, you need to act on that because that's the level of self that you're holding back on. So in order to create that new energy to not feel bogged down, you have to act. You are responsible for creating it. We have to let what we want, we have to let those desires create change to go back to this whole stage fright analogy. If we want to overcome that fear of getting on the stage, we've just got to do it. So you want to increase your prices. You want to create a new offer. You've got to do it strategically, of course, with the funnel, but you've got to do it. A lot of the times this happens too, right? Because we started our business one way, but now we're envisioning it another way. And we go, what do I do with this? <laughs> I've been through this evolution multiple times in my business already. Started out with one-to-one, -one, went to a group, went to hybrid. And now I'm going to be at some point this year transitioning fully to courses. But we go, what do we do with this? Because I'm so comfy right here. <laughs> I've operated in this for X, Y, Z number of years. This feels good. This is what I know. People have paid me for this. And then it's like a snow globe. We go, when I shake this up, is it going to work out? And that's where we have to say, yes, it will. Because we have to trust that when we step into that new energy, right? When we evolve with ourselves and what we want with our desires, people are going to feel that. Because see, people can also feel the old energy. Even if we're not saying, right, this no longer excites me, this no longer inspires me. Even if we don't tell that to our leads, they're going to feel that. So we've got to let our offers evolve and change. We've got to let our pricing evolve and change. So perfect example of this, okay? I have had multiple Instagram pages over the years that have evolved with me. My very first one, the Everyday Series, you can look it up. That was my membership program that I told the story about earlier. Okay, that page, I actually started out selling beauty counter products, okay? I started, I was like an influencer, okay? I was posting my outfits. I was being gifted things from brands, right? I had a whole process for this. And then eventually I got really put out by the fact that my affiliate marketing company, I really didn't feel like they were providing me with a lot of support to actually grow my business. So I went, okay, well, I'm going to create something. I'm going to create something to help women grow their businesses. And that's what I did. That's what the membership was born out of. So it came out of this frustration I was feeling. So a lot of the times when we think about what our clients want, a lot of the times, a past version of ourself is our ideal client. What we're no longer struggling with, it's something they were, they're currently struggling with, okay? 
So then from that membership, my clients went, well, Christina, I, I want more one-on-one coaching for me. Like, I want to know how you built this membership. So out of that, my very first mastermind was born. I only charged $350 for it. Crazy to think now I'm charging over $10,000 for my stuff. But that's how it all began. So eventually the membership shut down because it hit, I felt like it had run its course. So then I started a new Instagram page, which is what you see now on Coach Stina. And that's my coaching business, which I went in and out of as I was a reading interventionist and assistant principal. Then I got pregnant with my daughter and I went, I can't do this right now. I'm too tired. So I put it on hold. And then once I quit my job, I relaunched it, went all in with the same exact six-figure funnel that I launched Heart for Children with and started landing clients like crazy. Why is that? Because I let my energy shift. I let myself evolve. I created a new coaching offer and charged high ticket prices that aligned with my evolution. The reason I wasn't selling before is because the value I was providing was actually way too insane for the price point. People are going, wait, why is she doing all this for... I had a few people do it, but ultimately it made most people question. So when we present our value and align it with our pricing and it perfectly matches our offer, people see that and they feel that and they want it. Okay. So just kidding y'all. I actually had one more um, concept to help us debunk how you, how you ditch this mindset. Okay. So People won't pay me X, Y, Z, right? That mentality. The fourth way, the fourth concept we're going to unpack is people are going to pay you for who you are, not what you do. Let me say that again. People are going to pay you for who you are, not what you do. We get so caught up in offer creation, okay, that we forget people aren't coming for the what we offer. They are buying for the who we are. They are coming for an experience unlike any other. They're coming for an experience that doesn't sound like every other offer on Instagram or websites for whatever your industry is. They're wanting, oh, wow, she is doing this different. This sounds way more fun. This sounds way more engaging than everything else I've seen, right? Or it's a values thing. And they go, oh, wow, this person really aligns with my values. This person wants what I want to. Awesome. This is why acknowledging our desires, acknowledging who we are and owning that is critical to selling. Because when we don't, we deny ourselves with a, we deny ourselves connections with other people who are looking for that same thing. Okay, that we offer. There is no one who can do what you do in the way that you do it. And when you start believing that and you combine that with your conviction of I'm going to charge this because I know I'm worth this, not because I'm greedy, but because this truly reflects the transformations that I can give to clients. And you also combine that with the consistency of I'm going to show up no matter what. I'm fully sold on this, even though nobody's bought it. People are going to pay for the way that you do those things because no one else on the planet is going to solve their problem or fulfill their needs in the way that you will. No one. Like each of us as uniquely designed humans, I can't solve a problem in the same way that you will and vice versa. So people are paying to have access to your brain, 
to understand how you can get results in a way, in a different process, right? The process is what's different. For example, there are plenty of people out there like me, right? Making 30K, 40K, 50K months. What they're going to pay for is that person's process, right? They want a process that aligns with their values, their desires, ultimately who they are as a person. So let me tell y'all a story because, again, this is another example of we think we know why people are paying what they're paying us, right? This is why it's important to collect feedback from your clients to gather testimonials. My client and all my clients have said to me, Christina, the money is great, but the most valuable thing you gave me was confidence. This is actually how this whole free five-day training came about. Because I went, oh, I'm a master at helping people build confidence. Wow. And how did I get here? Well, I unarchived a version of myself after spending eight and a half years in full-time education. <laughs> and I birthed a new me. When I became a mother, it literally forced me like a butterfly to come out of a cocoon and say, I'm going to do things differently. And when I quit that job, my husband and I had maybe a couple grand in our savings and I said, I will make multi six figures. I will make my business work. And it was that mentality, that consistency where nothing stopped me. I showed up for me. I showed up to provide for my family in a way that I wanted to with the time that I had. And because I showed up with that energy that fired me up every day, I shared that, right? I shared that with my audience and people went, oh, well, that's exactly what I want too. Right? So that, that sharing of desires back to the other point pulls people in. So when my client said that to me, right, I went, oh, that's really, really beautiful because this is exactly how the coexistence of wanting to make more money, but it not being your mission can coexist, right? The money is nice, but really at the end of the day, what we want is to be fulfilled human beings. We want to feel purpose. So see, when we don't acknowledge, though, the money component, we miss that because we're we're denying ourselves that desire. And so then we can't step fully into our mission because the money is a part of that mission. It's not the mission, but it is the driver of the ship, right? It's like fuel for your car. You can't drive your car without gas. You can't drive your business without money, right? You've got to be profitable, and more than that, I think all of us, right? I heard a news story this morning about Arby's, okay? Arby's gave a million dollars to different schools across the country to pay off their lunch debt. So lunch accounts that were in massive debt with kids that haven't been able to pay for their school lunch. They paid it all off, right? That's the perfect representation of why I also want to keep making more money. I want to be able to give back generously. I want to be able to save money for my daughter's future, right? Like there are things that are and that aren't selfish about that. And I think often people look at money and they go, oh, well, that's selfish to want that. No, it's not. Because see, I can also offer an abundance of time to other people as well right? When I'm at financial peace, 
So there's also that element, like my energy is different, right? Our energy is different when we have financial peace in our life, as well as all other different kinds of wealth, emotional peace, right? Mental peace, physical peace, all representations of wealth. So I want you to think about what do you do for others that is priceless? And if you don't know the answer to that, I want you to look back at what clients have said about you, or I want you to ask your clients the question, say, hey, what's been the most helpful thing about working with me? What do you love most about working with me? Ask them, okay? And then I want you to think about what is your specific method for doing this in which no one else does it in that way? And here's what I find fascinating about that last question. Our specific method as you, as you acknowledge your desires, as you step into consistency, showing up for yourself, not for others, you're going to go, oh, wow, I have a lot of methods for a lot of different things in my life. And then you're going to see come to life what your high ticket offer should be because your high ticket offer is going to include all of those things versus your micro offers are going to have these processes, these methods segmented into individual things that people can buy. Perfect example, I have my dedicated to districts mastermind, which is specifically for entrepreneurs to land contracts with districts. However, people can choose to get that course for free if they do my full funnel building course, right? Or they can segment into segment it into a one-off if they just want the district piece. Perfect example. So I realized, oh, I had built my funnel building program. And then I said, oh, there's actually a whole separate method I've been using to land contracts with districts. There's actually a whole separate method I use to enroll a $50 a month membership, right? Versus my $7,000 to $10,000 offer. Very different methods, okay? So when I say methods, though, I don't just mean for yourself in these offers. I mean, what are you doing for clients? What's the method and process for your clients to create those transformations for your clients? Really, really powerful, so as a recap, okay, ditching this mindset, people won't pay me X, Y, Z. You first have to ask yourself, where does that, where is that source coming from? Sometimes too, there's trauma. Sometimes there's trauma or beliefs that we have that are underlying, that are underlying this, this belief. Okay. There have been things that have happened to us. For me, a lot of this people won't pay me X, Y, Z came from my full-time job. Okay, where I was told, well, you can't get a raise, right? You can't, um, you know, keep keep getting promoted, right? All those things because you haven't been here long enough. Sometimes this is from our childhood, right? Like we were restricted in certain ways, right? Like the way we grew up with money is also really important to evaluate. Okay, the second concept we reviewed for ditching this mindset, people won't pay me X, Y, Z. Okay, it's confidence that is developed over time when you no longer hide. And hi, Kishani, how are you? You no longer require that validation, okay, from the money you're making or the sales you're selling. So your confidence is solidified when you show up for yourself and no one else. Okay, the third concept was evaluating your desires and what you really want, what you're denying yourself of, and then what you're denying others of in return, okay, because you're not stepping into your who you are, right, fully. When we deny a part of ourselves, we're not fully who we are. 
Okay. And then the fourth concept was people are going to pay you for who you are and not what you do. And it's this beautiful combination of these four things that for me have solidified my confidence. When I show up on social media, when I send out my emails, I'm showing up for me because I know that what I do creates results for people. And that's also where you get that confidence to price at what you want to be pricing. Eventually that starts to take root in your heart, right? Where you go, you know what? I don't need for anybody to buy this because I feel convicted of this. So I'm going to sell it anyways, and I'm going to price it this anyways. So thank you all so much for, it feels like a Ted talk. So thanks for coming to my Ted talk. This was really fun.